Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. to the band coming live and direct from Los Angeles, California, the west side, west of the east side, giving a shout out to my folks in New England, my shout out to the folks in New York. People, I have waited for this interview since I heard Bachata in 1961. Wait, that was before I was born. Okay, whatever. Anyways, I have been trying to get this young lady on air forever, but every time I call her, she's on a movie set, she's doing a commercial, she's walking a red carpet. I'm like, man, I try to talk to her publicist in DR, Lions Busy. I talk to her publicist in Hollywood, Lions Busy. I call my Dominicans in New York. They want money to get a phone number. I'm like, man, what's going on here? But she's here today, people, Suveria Mota. Let me tell you a little about her because, first off, she has the coolest name, Suveria Mota. The Academy Award goes to the best actress. Can you imagine how they say it? It's going to be so smooth. Born in Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic. A shout-out to all my Dominicanos back on the East Coast. You know how we get down. At the age of four, she moved to New York City with her family, a graduate of Lehman College with a degree in Spanish pathology and audiology, and a minor in English literature. She knew that it was time to listen to her heart and move to Hollywood. Within a few months of arriving in L.A., she joined SAG and AFTRA, worked as a stand-in for various actresses in hit productions such as Glee, Burlesque, Honey 2, Larry Clown, and Sports. Suveria joins us today, folks, to share the experience, her craziness, what's going on with this industry, and... I can't say it the way she would say it, so I'd like to say, Suveria, welcome to the mix. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing very good. Wow, what a very, very nice introduction. <laughs> oh, I can keep going if you want. I got about five more minutes. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. It's, good. it's like you called my publicist. They were, they were all busy. Hey, you know, Suveria, what is happening? Talk to us. What's going on? How are you feeling? First off, you have some water nearby because you know how you get so busy, you start choking and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, I have some water. I have some water uh, right next to me. <laughs> All right. So talk to us. Talk to us. So welcome to L.A. How long have you been in L.A. so far? How long, has it been a year, two I've, years, three years? Um, It's been over three years. It's been four. I've been out mm-hmm. here for four years now. 
and how's how's the flow going? The usual challenges because we want to know what your challenge is. You know, we want your best successes. How's it been flowing for you since you've been out here? Um, honestly, <clears throat> it. I I don't want to say that it's been amazing and it's been great because mm-hmm. it's not all cupcakes and flowers. There's a lot of rejection and a lot of. Oh my God! I love your look. <clears throat> at, at least for an actress, I love your look. I love your face. Um, but then you hear, oh, by your accent, mm-hmm. or you don't look Latina enough, or you don't look mm-hmm. African American enough. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I I love LA. You know, I'm I'm living the dream, and life is not easy. Everything's hard, and it, and this is what I really love doing. So I love it out here so far. And how how about the weather? How's the weather treating you? I like it. You know what? Honestly, yeah. people that know me know that I love the rain and cloudy mm-hmm. days. <laughs> so um, I don't know, but I do love LA. I love the weather. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Let's go mm-hmm. back here. Let's go back in time here. When it's usually the usual question for for an actor is when you re, you know when was that moment when that spark hit you? But for you, looking was, at your background, when did it happen for you? When did you say this is what I want to do? It happened for me when I was 10. Um, I've told people, yeah, I was 10, and I was watching uh, the movie Gone with the Wind mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Vivian Lee, and mm-hmm. people are like, but you're too young. I'm like, yeah, I know. It was a rerun on TV because mm-hmm. the movie came out in 1939. <laughs> Anywho, um, 1933, I, I believe. Anyway, but I saw the movie, and I thought, this is what I love. I yeah want to be in the TV, inside of TV, and play a part and, and I don't know, be an actress. And mm-hmm. from that moment on, I knew this is what I want. I want to be an actress. And what was the but reaction had, of the... Go ahead, go ahead, continue on. But, but I, I, I had done, I had sorry, I had taken um, dance class years before. So I, entertaining and or dancing and or being on stage or performing wasn't something completely new to me. Mm-hmm. I guess I had always wanted to be an entertainer. Entertainer. Well, you have the personality because every time I talk to you, I can see the smile on your face, even though I don't see you, but I can see it there. <laughs> Thank you. The, oh, you're more than welcome. Thank you for joining us today because I'm surprised you could squeeze us in. I mean, seriously. It's like 7 o'clock, <laughs> yes. Hey, I was waiting for the text. Can't make it. Got to do the red carpet no, with Brad Pitt. No, 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 no. I was... <laughs> No, Bring the microphone. Let's go chase her. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, no, there was no way I was gonna cancel on you. Tell me something about. Oh, you know, I, well, you know, I, I'd figure out something with a comeback. But for you, question for you. Spike Lee said this a long time ago when he casted uh, Savion Glover. I think it was in Bamboozled, and he was getting a lot of criticism about people by people saying, "Why are you casting a dancer? Why are you casting a dancer?" But he answered back saying, dancers make the best actors because they, they have control of their whole body. They know their whole body. You said you yeah. dance. Do you find that discipline carries over into acting? Oh, yeah. Um, I very much think so. Um, I, don't, I don't know exactly how to describe it, how to explain it, but you're just so in touch with your body. Um, and if... Anyone who wants to, I guess, expose themselves or show, you know, when you're dancing, even if you're just dancing 
in, well, I don't want to say in a club because that kind of doesn't make sense, but, well, maybe it does. You know, when you're putting yourself out there and you're dancing and maybe you're acting crazy and like a fool, you, you're you being vulnerable and you don't care what people think about you and you don't care if you fall and it doesn't work out. And I think you need to have the same, um, I don't know, instinct as, yeah. as an actress. I don't know if that makes sense. Total sense. Total. It makes total sense. I, I, for me, I have, and I say this every time I talk with the actor, I have a lot of respect for what you do. The audition <laughs> process, you know, waiting for a role. Did you get the role? You didn't get the role. I, know. I have a lot of respect for actors because myself, knowing as vindictive as I am, I'd probably be that serial killer of casting directors. I couldn't do it because what do you mean I didn't get that role? You know, you know how I, I get. know. Oh, I had, I had something similar. Well, I didn't call the casting director, but I auditioned for something maybe two, maybe a month ago, and I thought it was good. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I left feeling good about it, mm-hmm. but um, I later on I found out that I didn't get it, get the part, and then later on I found out who got the part, and I was really sad for like a whole day. <laughs> no way. Yes. So, you know, it still happens, and you, you know, even A-list celebrities, they get to that point. You know, rejection is hard, especially right. when there's a, a part where you really feel connected to a character, mm-hmm. and you read the lines, and you get the script, and then you think, oh, this is, <clears throat> I'm perfect for this, or this is totally me, and, you know, all that, and then they don't see it, and then you're like, oh, my God, really? I'm perfect for this. Mm-hmm. So, and then boom. Yeah, it, it, okay. yeah, and then boom. They're like, oh, move on to the next one. <laughs> well, with your vibe, like I said, you always have a smile on your face, and your energy is always so positive. Conversely, you were talking about the audition process. For you, or as an actor, as an actor, obviously, what is the scariest part of an audition? Um, well, the hmm, the well, you're. You're constantly thinking, <clears throat> sorry, you're constantly thinking, well, will they like me? Will they not like me? Um, I think that's the scary part. I mean, I'm very good at getting my script and memorizing lines pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So that's not, I'm not afraid of, oh, will, will I learn my lines or not? But you, you, the scariest part is thinking, will, will they like me? Will they not like me? Because you you hear from so many people that they make their decisions or their choice like mm-hmm. literally from the moment they see you. Mm-hmm. You know, like how they say people some people fall in love and it was like you know instant attraction. I love just at knew. first sight. Right. Yeah, I just knew. So you sometimes you put so much effort, but then at the same time you know you know they're gonna see you and something's gonna click. So mm-hmm. that's that's what gets you nervous. Like oh my god, will I? Not, you know, maybe I should not wear these jeans. Maybe I should wear another kind of jean, or maybe I should put this top on instead of this shirt. Because you're constantly thinking, oh my God, they're gonna judge me from the moment they see me, and you know, who knows? Hmm. Uh, we have a question here from Mary in St. Louis. If you have a couple, actually, I have about a lot of questions here. Do you mind if we take a couple on air for you? Oh no, I don't mind. All right, this is Mary in St. Louis. Mary, what's going on? And her question, where she's saying, thank you for coming on air. She loves your first name, by the way. She said to tell you that. Oh, thank you. My mom made it up, by the way. My mom, <laughs> nope. people really? ask me all the time, does it mean anything? No, I tell, then I tell people my mom made it up, and then 
Um, then their second question is like, wow, well, was she playing alphabet soup? You know, people say all the crazy things. And then I just say, well, she probably must have had a lot of time in her hand. <laughs> like, she just came up with the name. But, yeah, she made it up. It doesn't mean anything. Well, she still loved it. She still loved it. And here's her question. Her question for you is, because she, I'm thinking about acting, but I want to know why do you think so many aspiring actors end up giving up on their dream? You know, okay, so I'm going to tell her to not give up on her dreams. And mm-hmm. I, when I was in New York, um, I I was still going to school because I always, I've always had that, you're not supposed to, but I always had that feeling of, like, if it doesn't work out, I, at least I have my career. So I went to college. But even when I was going to school, I was doing extra work, and I was a background artist on every TV show possible that you could think of and movie that was filmed in New York. I was doing background for it mm-hmm. whenever um, I wasn't going to school. And I'm not ashamed to say it. I, I, I did it, and I learned a lot from it. And I met a lot of those people actors and actresses that were doing background work, A, they were so afraid to mo- to make the move to Los Angeles. Really? Um, I, oh, my God, I, I thought that I was going to say to my female friends, hey, let's move to ne- to L.A. together. None of them wanted to do it. They were all very afraid. Um, so, A, that's the first part. A lot of people are afraid to leave their comfort zone mm-hmm. back home. Mm-hmm. Um just because everyone's afraid, like, if it doesn't work out, I don't want to come back home. You know, like, it didn't mm-hmm. it didn't happen for me. They're afraid of that. And then second, a lot of people do come out here. And it's hard. You know, it is hard. There's a lot of competition. Um, like they say, there's always a fresh, um, uh, what's like, fresh new skin on a, I don't know how to say it in English. Like, there's new, new people coming every day to L.A. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to make it big. And I think the people that give up, honestly, I just think that they didn't really want it as much. Mm. When when you talk to them and you get to know them longer, I, I, I have a lot of friends that I have moved back home, wherever that may be. Um, right. And then when the, the more you talk to them, the more you realize that they really didn't want it that much. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's basically it. If you get into this business just to make a lot of money very quickly or for whatever, then it's it's not for you and then those are the people that eventually leave or yeah, or change career paths. Which makes more room for you and the talented ones that yes. don't give up. Don't give up people. I know. Don't give up and make the move. Make mm-hmm. the move cuz I and this is something that everyone kept saying to me. Oh my God, you're moving to Los Angeles! Oh my God, but oh my, you know. And I, I would say to people, it's I'm moving to the same country. Mm-hmm. I'm not moving to another country. <laughs> it's like right. everyone there speaks the same language. It's not like I'm moving to to France, to Paris, to mm-hmm. Ukraine, to to Russia, where I have to learn another language or another country. <clears throat> I would say to people, I'm 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 moving literally to the same country. Right. And people speak the same language, and I would always say, if someone else did it, why can't I do it? Mm-hmm. You know, the moving part and the making it. And, and here you are. I don't know. <clears throat> and here I am. <laughs> here you are. Next question here. Oh, she says, Mary here says, thank you, thank you. Um, next person here is Jean-Pierre from Vancouver. I want to be Congolese. I know that name. Uh, Jean-Pierre from Vancouver. He wants to know, Severia, thanks for coming on air with us. 
I'm moving to L.A. I'd like to know what's the best part of being an actor. Oh, what's the best part? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's the best part of being an actor? Well, when, as an actor, when, oh, I was going to say, as an actor before people recognize you or be, or before, because, I mean, I'm very good at lying to people. <laughs> Not really. Um, just being able to know that you can, I don't want to say transform, but you have um, skills that other people maybe may not have. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what's the best part about being an actor. I know that I love to play a part. Mm-hmm. And I love to, you know, in real life, I'm very friendly and bubbly. And I'm like, hi, hi, how are you? You know, I'm the girl that's like helping out people bake cupcakes and <clears throat> And I want to have tea parties all the time, but I love playing the part of, like, the bitchy person, like, rude and the mean girl. So I think that's the, for me, that's the best part, being an actress, um, just being someone that I'm not and being able to get away with it. This guy, really, he's, like, typing another question. Jean-Pierre, we'll, we'll add you to cool quote that he's saying, thank you very much. We have another one from, Ar- I love this name, Aura in Las Vegas. That's my okay. uh, My sister's baby daddy's mother. My sister's (laughs) mother-in-law's name is Aura. Aura. All right. That's actually a story in itself. Just the way you said it. You want to give him a shout out back there or anything like that? (laughs) Shout out to my my family back home in New York. Whatever you want. You can say English, Spanish, mix it up. I don't care. You can sing it if you want. (laughs) You can't dance. No one's gonna see you, right? But she she it's has a question. Yeah. She no, has a question. You never know. You never know. I won't give you the numbers because every time I tell you, you start coughing, remember? So I'll just be quiet. So Aura's <laughs> uh, question is here. Her question is, what is something that you knew that you know now that you wish you knew when you first started out as an actor? Something that I know now that I wish I knew then. Okay, I guess it, it it's so I'm very nice to people mm-hmm. and friendly. So always, ev- so those um, people think that there's so many actresses and actors in Los Angeles. That is very true, but there are not that many actors or actresses that are really acting and doing stuff. So something that I would, I wish that I had, um, yeah, people. Have, just assume that it's such a <clears throat> sorry, it's such a vast town that there's so many people. But honestly, you bump into the same people all the time. Something that I know now that I wish I, I had known, maybe you know when I first came out here, I guess more social networking mm-hmm. and and that more networking. Because I am very, I'm a very, uh, I'm big on being in my house, homebody. I love just like watching TV on my own, and I think that, um, it helps so much. I don't want to say it's who you know in this town, but people, you go to acting school with people that are in the same boat with you. Later on, these people are making short films. And then later on, you're in these short films, and then later on, someone knows someone, and and someone now, you know, I saw a casting breakdown the other day for 
for a SAG low-budget film, mm-hmm. and the person that was casting the film is a former publicist. Mm. And it just so happened that I noticed that on Facebook, me and her have four mutual friends. Right. And so I didn't use the friend card. I didn't call someone to say, can you call her and say, hey, can you see me? But it just shows you how small the town is when people are really following their dreams and working. So something that I... um, Obviously, don't burn your bridges and just do as much networking as you can. Social mm-hmm. media, um, however you possibly can. Hi, hello, how are you? And following up with people. That helps a lot. All right. I hope a lot of people are listening because, you know, my experience, listen to what she said. Be nice to people. Don't burn no bridges. Because you know me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, knock on wood, I haven't burned any bridges or anything, but I think networking really helps a lot. Um, just putting yourself out there. There's a quote that someone, I have a friend that sends me emails, and on wow. the bottom of his email, it says, it's not who you know, it's who knows you. Mm. Ah, right. It's not who you know, it's who knows you. Right. And I have gotten a lot of casting notices from people that forward them to me, and I have gotten a lot of phone calls from casting directors and people that want to see me. Because someone else told them about me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know them, but someone else knew me. Mm-hmm. They knew that, A, I was a dancer, that I know how to dance salsa. Um, they knew that I'm Latina with an accent or not. They knew that I'm Dominican. They knew that I'm from the East Coast, so I have that East Coast, um, I don't want to, I don't know, uh, swagger or mm-hmm. all that. So... It's not who you know, but it's who knows you, you know. Sometimes you think, well, he's just a carpenter, or he's, oh, he's just the the guy that's holding the the mic on a TV show, you know, a boom operator. But you never know that boom operator might know a casting director somewhere, and they might say, oh, we need a Dominican that knows how to dance salsa. And he might go, oh, but you know what, I know this girl that I used to work with a few years ago. Let me give her a phone call. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> ah. This is actually leads up to the next question from Stephanie. She says, you mentioned Mexico. Oh, my man here says, says uh, thank you again. Uh, Stephanie asked the question. She said, you mentioned networking, and she actually was with us yesterday. She wanted to ask you because she wants to get into acting, what's the best way to network? Because she hears Horace, she's saying she's probably her writing here. Best way to network, because I hear 15 different ways to network, but I want to know what she thinks is the best way to network, because I want to be an actor, and I want to come to L.A. Okay, the best way to network. Well, A, definitely she should come to L.A. Because I think, and this goes to the previous caller, um, the person before, uh, I don't know if she wants to make the move, but I've always been afraid of being in my deathbed and living with regrets. Mm. Um, I don't want to later on be even a year older thinking, why didn't I do it, why didn't I do it? Because life is too short for that. You you definitely don't want to then regret not doing it. Uh, so that's that. So I'm saying to her, you should come. I'm not. Some people are. Some people. I've heard other actors tell people that want to come out into this business, say to them, Oh, are you sure you want to do it? It's really hard. There's a lot of competition. I don't wow. like to say that to people. You know. Yes, but just like how I've been able to make to 
you know, do a few things here and there, that person could very well do the same thing or possibly even more. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that. And then networking. I, whatever you do, even when you're outside a little party or red carpet, you always meet someone that can help your career. I am convinced of that. I have gone to short film festivals. I think those are the best because you're you're in a, at an environment where people are making films as opposed to um, people that just say, oh, I have this idea and nothing happens. But when you go to short film festivals, mm-hmm. that's a great place to network. Mm. Um, acting classes, when you're... When you are in an acting class, um, you are also with people that are actively trying to make it or trying to better their craft. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I don't know. I, I know people go out clubbing. I have never met one person when I'm out clubbing and something great has come out of it. <laughs> right. You know, you always meet someone and everyone's also an actor or an actress, but then it just, you know, you never really do a lot of networking. But definitely any place where someone's showing a short film or a film or a screen for a film, I think those are the best places to network. And obviously, you know, you hear stories of go to a bar, but that's, I don't know, nothing has ever happened for me in that kind of networking, I guess. Right. She's saying here, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And she wants, actually has a question here. She wants your contact info. What, how can people reach out to you? Twitter, Facebook, if they have any questions or what have you? Um, definitely um, Twitter. Um, do you, uh, I have my website. I'm sure they can contact me through there. But my email is suveria.mota at gmail.com. So it's that, my people? name. It's, it's M-O-T-A at gmail.com. Got that, people? Write it down. <laughs> don't be texting me. Don't be calling me. What did she say again? What did she say again? No, you got the information. that you reach out to her. Yeah, my name. And we have here Yvette. Oh, they're, they're all coming in. So I'm going to try to get them all in because I know your time is precious. Okay. I, I know they're right, waiting okay. and things like that. I understand the leers <laughs> at the airport. Right. Yvette wants to know, what role would you love to play that you haven't played yet? Oh, so going back to uh, Gone with the Wind, uh-huh. my dream, and as a Oscar hopeful, you know, whenever you watch the Oscars ceremony and all that, you it's so it's a lot of the times those epic movies are the ones that get the award, or the ones where you know it's like Les Misérables or the 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 the, the King the speech. You know, like the the epic movies, or it's like mm-hmm. Titanic. I would love to be in a film where I am dressed in um, outfits from like Civil War era or like mm. long time ago, those long gowns with the hair. Um, and then I said that to someone one day, and he said, "Well, you're dark skin, so you're definitely going to be the maid or something. You know, like a slave." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, my God, no way. I'm sure that there were people of color at some point somewhere in the world, mm-hmm. you know, who weren't slaves or weren't poor, and I don't care. I want to I be in a film where it's an epic or however you want to call it, and I want to have a long dress, and I want to have that, 
you know, 1800s, 1700s, whatever, 1500s. I want that outfit, that whole, mm. you know, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my dream, dream role, you know. I want, that's what I want. That's a, the, she wants the epic, the period piece, the Le Miserable, piece, like exactly. that. Exactly. Thank you. That's the word, period piece. I want a period uh, movie. Well, I, I want or to see if we can. Or uh, I can, you know, I, I could actually, yeah, I could see you something like that. But so you can see a, a dancing background. I think that would be an awesome sight to behold. Here she comes down the down the stairs with the dress flowing in the back. Oh my the, God, I love, I love that whole idea. Like, oh. I love it. The soft, the soft light behind her head. Close up. Okay, let me stop directing. So let's get back to our interview here. Now, you're something you're coming from. You come from DR. You know, I'm coming from Boston, so it's like, you know, I'm immigrant, so you know how we get down the East Coast. It's like, whatever, whatever. We all just hang out, do our thing. But my man here, hey, Suze, had a question. He said something about. He says she says she's in LA, but her accent isn't right. What exactly does that mean? Because he goes, he goes, what he says, uh, I'm Latino, and her accent sounds fine to me. So what? could you elaborate on that? Because I think we touched on that a long time ago when we first met, about the accent and Spanish and Latino and stuff like that. Um. So, wait, he said that I don't have, does he, he says, can he you says tell that I have an accent? No, he said, you, he, oh, he's writing again. He says, in the beginning you mentioned that you said yeah. that people will say your accent is not right or something like that. Yeah. And he wants to know well, if you can elaborate on that. Okay, yeah. So I don't know if he could if he can tell that I do have an accent. Um, it definitely comes out more when I'm talking to someone because right now I am choosing my words carefully because I'm obviously I'm in the radio and you just want to say the first thing that comes to your mouth comes to your mind. Let it let it flow. Let it flow. <laughs> you know how we get but, down. <laughs> but there's some people. I mean, obviously I do have an accent. I was born in the Dominican Republic. I was raised in New York, in Washington Heights, so I do sound um, like, you know, I do sound like I come from the East Coast, and I also do sound like I come from the Caribbean. Just yesterday, someone asked me if I was from Jamaica. Wagwan. The what? I was all saying Wagwan. (laughs) How's it going in Patois? (laughs) He's like, are you Jamaican? I was like, no. He's like, there's an accent. I was like, yeah, 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 you're close. I'm Dominican, blah, blah. We went into that. But what I've, a lot of casting directors don't want you to have an accent. They um, they want you to be able to turn it on and turn it off. They want you to, and which is very understandable, and I understand it. They want you to be able to, to because I'm dark, darker skin color, they want me to sound African-American, meaning they want me to sound like I was born in, in the United States, and that my parents are not immigrants, and that I was, you know, maybe third-generation American. And I have taken some classes, but honestly, I I don't want to. I Mm -hmm. think that, A, my accent has helped me out a lot. Mm-hmm. I go. I walk into a room and people don't even see me walk in, and they hear my voice and they're like, "Oh my gosh, the various here." <laughs> or people will say, I, "I remember that voice. I remember that accent. I remember." I, you know, it has helped me out a lot. Um, sometimes when I don't know how to do something, I'm just like the cute girl with the accent, and people are like, "Oh, she's so cute," you know, like, "Oh, she gets the pass. Like, let her go. It's okay." Um, so. Um, Hmm, like going back to what he was saying, 
I, in my mind, I want to be, so I admire Sofia Vergara. Oh. I admire mm. Penelope Cruz. Mm. I admire Salma Hayek. Mm. Um, um, I admire um, anyone who is just, I guess, themselves, and they don't conform to, well, this is like how we want you to sound. Right. Or we want you to change your voice because we don't have any roles for you. Um, I just think that I honestly think, you know, one day I'm going to have this great opportunity and someone, no one, and every, someone's going to say, well, you know what, instead of changing your, your accent, I love how it sounds. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's going to say, oh, yeah, who would want you to change your, your voice? It sounds perfect. Because, you know, everyone jumps on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Someone says, I love your voice. And then everyone goes, oh, yeah, like Fran Drescher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. You know, Right. I'm sure people told her, like, oh, my God, you're never going to have a career in Hollywood with that voice, with that sound. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure she said, I don't care. And then later on, everyone's like, oh, my God, I love it. I love I love her voice. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for her to do something big, and then everyone goes, oh, my God, I totally love her voice. It's, like, so amazing. You know, Hollywood, they'll hear uh, your yeah. accent and your voice, and they want, we want someone like Suverity as an accent who talks like her. Yeah, yeah, later are. on it'll be like, can we do? Can you get to do like her her accent? <laughs> but yeah, you know that, that, yeah. that's like the the whole thing with um with my accent. Oh, he's loving it because he's saying thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> you. <Because laughs> no problem. He says, an, he says I'm an actor. I go to South by Southwest all the time, and I notice when I come to LA, they always say my accent's not right, even though I was born and raised in Mexico. I'm like, that's interesting to hear. But you know, but he says oh, thank cause, you. Um, yes. Yeah, because I, I, people that were that are born in Mexico, I think their English sounds different than the people that are born here. Right. In Los Angeles. He's loving you because he's like, thank God, thank you so much because he says I'm more empowered to go do my acting in L.A. Wow. Oh, like do that. it, and you know what? I I honestly feel because I've been here now four years. Um, I feel like there's more. There's a bigger attraction now for people with accents. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know if it's me, but I feel like whenever I flip the channel now, uh, it, it could be British accents or maybe Australian. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like there's a pool. People want people with accents now. It's um, seeming like that. Yeah. I'm yeah, I also. feel like yeah. it's like people want more of that and less of like vanilla or regular, you know, Sounding like a TV reporter. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, because that's what they tell you to do. They they tell you to watch the news and and talk like the news reporters. So. Um, right. <laughs> well, if people ever heard Charlie Theron's accent when she first got to LA, my God. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. She, Very she, South she, African. Oh yeah, because her first language is Afrikaans, and that accent. Mm-hmm. You know, when she was cussing out, when she was discovered and was cussing out the person at the bank because they wouldn't take her check, that accent came full force. <laughs> Let me tell you. But the thing is, I know I've heard that story. Yeah, she's good people. She's good people. She's really good people. Ooh, we have another yeah. one here, Mary. Oh, Miriam. Miriam says I'm Dominican, so she's giving you a shout out. Yay! She's where is she? She's actually. I'm trying to read this because they're printing it out and giving it to me because I can't see on different screen here. She oh, is okay. in Houston. That's where she is in Houston. Ah, oh, okay. She wants to know. Her question for you is: She goes as a Dominican, and she's like, "Thank you for waving the flag." 
and she's riding something yes, fast. Yes, I am the I biggest. Yeah, I'm the biggest. <laughs> I am the biggest platano. Tell her, oh shit, I don't really tell her, but she's listening. <laughs> I am the biggest platano waving Dominican. I actually have plantains today. I had a mango. Okay, people, we're going off air. I'm leaving. I'm on my way. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really, probably. <laughs> I have plantains oh. today. Oh, the pain. Oh, now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> Okay, let's get back to the interview. Okay. She wants to know uh, if you, this ties into a question we'll ask later on, but she wants to know: Are there any Dominican stories that you would like to produce? Oh yes, oh yes, that's a yes. <laughs> I was, um, so, yes, I have. So there's this painting that I bought years ago, um, and. The, it, it just says waiting for her lover That's the title of the painting And we see a woman and she's like leaning forward And she's waiting for someone She has a glass of wine And I've, I've wanted to do something w- Somehow that painting attached to something In the Dominican Republic um, But attach it to the story Of back when we got our independence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the Dominican Republic But mm-hmm. not I wanted obviously going back to Gone with Wind and my period piece. I want, I don't want it to be about the founding fathers and how they brought us independence, all that. I want it to be like a love story with Joe Schmuck, you know, like <laughs> another another soldier or something. A love story, but that it takes place in the Dominican Republic in mm-hmm. a war period, war like something like that. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yes, it does. Um, I know people have done a lot of stories. In the, um, can you repeat her question? I'm sorry. Yeah, she wants to know, and she says, I have ten more questions, but I'll just stay with this one. <laughs> she just, she just uh, t- uh, typed it in the chat here. She wants to know, are there any Dominican stories you would like to tell as a, if you were producing? Or when okay, you produce? Okay, so, mm-hmm. oh, well, it, it would, it, I'm, I'm interested in doing something, some romantic period piece that takes place during our independence time, war era, um, anything current, not really, and I think that we've done so many great films already. We had a dictator in the Dominican Republic mm-hmm. for many years. I think they've done a lot of stories about Trujillo and, and regarding the oppression. Mm-hmm. I think that's done, and anything related to drugs or cartel or anything drugs, I'm, I, I wouldn't, I don't know. I can hear in your voice. I understand where you're coming from. I'm not interested. I'm, I'm more like a romantic, and I want, I don't know, something like Titanic and The Notebook. <laughs> oh, the bad stuff you know? of war, and her man goes off, and she goes to defend yes, the household. and she's or waiting, and she's like yeah. knitting. She's knitting, you know, before <laughs> TV, before the radio, before cell phone, and she's like, where's my man? I need him to come home, you know? <laughs> She's by the fire cooking <laughs> with her candle because there's electricity. We would have to write something and co-produce it here. Cause, you know, yes, we get very creative yes. when we start talking. We have another, here's another question for you. First off, before we forget, though, there's some people you, we have to give some shout-outs to. Who who in your crew and the family you want to give a shout-out to? I know you talked about your publicist down there in DR, so let it out. Say it in Spanish, English, whatever you want to do. Feel free. Uh, just a shout-out to my publicist, Deidamia Galan. She's my publicist in the Dominican Republic. She works with Asterisco Grupo Creativo. She's a very nice, uh, very nice publicist, very nice lady. <laughs> there you go. Anyone else you want to reach out to? 
Uh, no, I know everyone like in my family and other people are listening to us. So I don't want to if I say one person, then someone else is gonna say, "Why didn't you say hi to me?" <laughs> hi everybody. <laughs> hi everyone. <laughs> yeah, later go. on they're gonna go. Why didn't you give me a shout out to me when he said <laughs> give out a shout out? <laughs> and say my name exactly like this. I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I said her because you told me. So here we go. We have about five minutes left. I want to get these last two questions in. I usually ask five. And people, oh, I thought we were going to go to eight. Huh? I thought we were going to go to eight. Oh, we can go to eight? We can go to 830. Okay, we can we go, can go like to eight. Oh let's, oh, let's, oh, let's get down. Oh, let me take my shoes off. We get comfortable now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, here we go. Uh, here's the question for you. If you weren't acting, what would you be doing? I would definitely be working with... Kids or elderly people in a um, like a nurse environment, helping people out in need, medical need. Or mm-hmm. and or I would be uh, event planning, party planning, decorating, something in that field. I am obsessed with Pinterest. I'm always pinning uh, crafty ideas and party planning and and stuff like that. That that's what I would be doing. I have not figured out how to use Pinterest yet. <laughs> like, Pinterest? Okay, I mean, Pinterest, it. yeah. Oh, yeah, I won't. But Pinterest, <laughs> it just makes you think that you can actually create so many things out of styrofoam and glitter and glue. But I'm I'm very crafty. I love to do stuff. I actually have parties at home where my friends come in and I buy stuff from the 99-cent store or Michael's Arts and Crafts, and they have to, like, color <laughs> <laughs> and paint and and stuff like that. But anyway, so I Pinterest, you could put a lot of stuff that you find on the Internet into, like, an online board, and then you right. can basically arrange your life or your fake life. Fake life. I know yeah, because I feel like my wedding, my wedding dreams, my, how I want my wedding to look like, my wedding dress, my engagement ring. I have all that on Pinterest. Oh, God. Okay, <laughs> uh, fellas out there, uh, just to let you know, uh, you can go to her Pinterest and see the big rock, probably about 10 carats. <laughs> yeah. It'll be like the uh, it's actually, scarlet it's dress. It's actually under a fake name, so they won't find my page. <laughs> look for the biggest but ring. But I have it like that because I don't want people to know, huh? Look for the biggest ring and the and the gone with the wind dress. It'll probably be her. But anyway, that's <laughs> I, I'd be quiet. Something we have like another, that, yeah. We have another one here for you. You had mentioned three actresses earlier on, uh, Penelope, Salma, and I believe you mentioned Sophia. What is it yeah. about? What is it about those three? Because another question came in is, what three actors would you like to work with and do you admire? And you had mentioned those three. What is it about those three that stood out for you? Well, um, well, and others. I you mentioned, mentioned. No. yeah. I mentioned them three because we were talking about their accent, and what I admire is that they didn't conform to other people's expectations or people's advice, or you know, they're telling them you should change, you should change your voice, or you know, change your accent, or sound more American. They didn't, you know, they said this is who I am, pretty much. This is who I am. This is how I sound, and I'm not going to change. Why don't you write a script for me, and then you know, and then it'll mm. be better. You know, let's switch mm-hmm. it around. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, well, that's why I admire them. I would love to work with them definitely. And um, um, uh, Pedro Almodovar is the one that mm. writes, uh, he's written 
um, films and screenplays for Penelope Cruz, and he's a great director and a great screenwriter. I would love to work with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I love uh, Sam Mendes, the director. Mm. He did American Beauty, um, and he did uh, with Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio's Road to Perdition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Road to Perdition? Mm-hmm. Or Revolutionary Road. Okay. And then um, I would love to work with Leonardo DiCaprio. Why is that? I think he's a great actor. I think he's a great actor. Um, I think he's... I honestly think he's very versatile. I think mm-hmm. he's... I don't know. I, I think he's a great actor. And I and the other person would be Zac Efron, but that's because I think he's so cute. <laughs> mm. 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 Okay. All right. All right. I'm sure you're probably listening somewhere because, you know, we, we, we international live. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> Yeah, he's probably standing away from me then. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, Zach, Zach. Here's a question for you. Actually, this person's name is Zach. Ironically, there must be the stars in the lineup tonight. He wants mm-hmm. to know what was it like being on the set of Glee. It was great. I learned so much on the show. Um, it was a great experience. Um, and there are so many, you know, cast members, and then so many stand-ins. It was it was great experience. It's very unfortunate, um, very sad. Corey Monty's death last yeah. week or two weeks now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know how that changes the chemistry mm-hmm. or the vibe that's gonna be on set. He was. Honestly, and a, a great, great human being, very nice person. Mm. Um, but it was great. I love working on the show. I, you know, you just do things for a few, for a while, and I just decided that I needed to, like, I guess, create my own path and make my dream come true. So and I, what, what I are they? The, um, just, you know, I. <clears throat> I did What Would You Do For Love. Let's talk about that. Um, so What Would You Do For Love was or is a TV film. It's a two-part TV film. It aired on Uplifting TV. Um, it was, I guess, it's two hours each movie, four-hour movie. Um, it was great. They... So, Going back to it's not who you know, but who knows you, um, I had auditioned for something before. And I didn't get cast for it. And then someone remembered me, you know, a Latina girl with an accent. And then the script landed on uh, people from the production. And someone said, oh, there's this girl with an, you know, a little Dominican sexy Latina girl. And then they said, would you want to come in and audition? And I read for it. And... And then I got the part. But going back to, you know, networking is very big in this town and just putting yourself out there so that people know that you are very, very still much, very hungry for it, you know, like you're, you still want it. Um, but going back to the movie, yeah. But going back to the movie, it was great. It was it was a great experience. We filmed for two weeks in North Carolina. Um, mm. uh, so it was great, you know, getting to all in having your trailer and, you know, all that. It was, it was an amazing experience. The next question actually comes based on your experience. 
is, what is it about your well? Let me come back. Let me ask this question that I have for you. Uh, have for you? Do you find because I'm always asked this sometimes myself. Do you find that the roles are changing for Latinos, Latinas because of social network? You know, you have Univision coming in, Telemundo, and the, it seems the movies are more global now. Do you find the roles are slowly shifting? more representative of the community at large, or do you still find there's still that challenge from your point of view? Um, I think roles are changing because the Latinos are are much more integrated into the community or American society more so years ago, meaning because of technology even if you are an, a Latino that I don't know, that just migrated to the country um, recently, they don't necessarily um, still behave or act the way that people assume that an immigrant behaves. And then the Latinos that are here, they're so acclimated into the culture that the stereotypes don't aren't there anymore. You know, the world has become so small. You travel anywhere now in the world, and you you feel like you haven't left the United States. Mm-hmm. Or you come to the United States, and, I mean, obviously, you know, the architecture is different and things are different, but people dress in similar way and fashion. So, yeah, the stereotypes have changed, and the roles are changing. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, it's for the better. Obviously, you know, for the Latina roles, it's usually like a sexy girl, voluptuous, um, and and spicy. But that's that's also part of who we are. So you know, right. there's you know, it's like, who are we kidding? We are loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm loud. Sometimes I try to be quiet, and people are like, shh. <laughs> I'm like, I can't help it. <laughs> My people scream. My people, I, I, you know, when we're having fun, we're screaming. You know, we're loud. (laughs) Hey, you know, I know the flavor. I'm coming from back east. You know how we get down. If you had a Mm -hmm. choice, which one you prefer, or are they both the same, film or theater? Um, Or is it a a different flavor that you prefer in both, but in a different way? I, hmm, well. Film lasts longer, mm-hmm. and it's more, um, you know, you can watch a movie now from whatever time period, and it's like relieving the moment, and so that's forever. As an actor or an actress, when you're in theater, <clears throat> that emotion that you feel when you're on stage and you're crying or or you're vulnerable, or you're laughing, and you can literally feel every single person looking at you, waiting for you to make your next move. Mm-hmm. Like you, you don't. It's it's indescribable. You get such mm-hmm. a great high, and it's so exciting. It's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't know. I I would obviously film. I can say later on my kids, my grandkids, people can enjoy it and people in the Dominican Republic or New York or anywhere in the world, they can see what I'm doing, my craft. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when you're on stage, it's just so exciting. You, you know, you, you can hear the people walk in and walk into the theater. You hear them sit. 
you see the lights then you know then you you hear you know getting ready you hear the people in the back getting ready and then it's your turn to go and then it's just so exciting like no, you're nervous and you're excited at the same time uh. and then that entertainment entertaining or that part of your brain where you're like you're an entertainer now you have to bring it kicks mm. in and, and it's just such a great high it's it's, it's amazing has that uh, pressure ever resulted you in, like, forgetting a line or a step or something like that? Um, no, I'm trying to think. No. Mm-mm. If anything, I mean, um, I've heard Beyonce talk about, you know, her alter ego, Sasha Fierce. Right. Um, and I, I understand what she, she's saying. When I'm on stage or when I have to do what I have to do, I, I don't know, I just bring it. Just mm-hmm. yeah, no, I'm very good at my lines and being very focused when I'm doing it. I and then if tell. you forget something, if you forget it, then you just keep yeah. doing it, and, and you know it's fine. Theater, you know? we we've seen some of your work, and again, actors, I'm just I don't know how y'all do it, <laughs> but you know I'm like oh my god, how they do it, and y'all just like oh. You have so to much cry respect. again, cry again. You have to cry again. Yeah, and it's, I always felt like, in your opinion, do you feel? I know when it comes to creativity, particularly our, you know, our cultures. I'm African, African from Congo, DRC, and I know how our culture is. Our culture is when it comes to anything that has to do with entertainment. They think you're crazy, possessed, or want to kick you out of the house. Do you feel that there's a under? It's underestimated how much goes into your craft, into your profession, by those on the outside. Oh, yeah, I think people assume, yes, as far as the craft, people assume that you, um, yeah, people ask, like, well, you're an actress, like, you want to be that? Like, oh, that's so weird, because mm-hmm. they, they either think it's not a real career, or people think it's not that hard, like, oh, you're just pretending to be someone, but if you ask people that are not in the business, it's or people that don't want to be an actor or actress, it's not that easy to ask. It's not that easy for someone to say, well, I need you to cry. I went to an audition two three, two weeks ago, and they just gave me what I needed to read. They gave me two monologues five minutes before I went in. And one was the first one was crying, and the first one was laughing. Mm. And no joke, I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to cry right now? Because that day I was, like, so happy, so excited. I went into the room, talked, talked, talked for a little bit. Then it's like whenever you're ready, I was like, I'm ready. I started crying. Mm. People don't un- don't know that, you know, it takes time and practice, and you have to learn how to do that. Right. Um, so, but then that's, and then also, so then that's hard, you know, just getting to, point as an actor, as an actress, to be comfortable with yourself and to not care and to act the fool. But then also, it's also hard, the business. You have to take headshots. You have to go to classes. You have to go out, network, meet people, um, update your social media websites, get publicists. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it is hard, the profession and the everything else as well. Was that the question? I don't know if I... Oh yeah, you definitely were answering it. Because well, uh, you, I think that it's interesting because your perspective is so interwoven. Because you've done dance, you've done theater, and you've done film. 
And it's, you just give a very interesting perspective because sometimes people come from dance and they're not really familiar with acting, but you're able to talk across all spectrums. So here's a question for you since you have that background. Um, so you're the producer of a film. No, I'm producing a film. And I come to Severa. I say, Severa, we want to do this film, $30 million budget. It's a period piece. You are the lead actress. Who is the lead actor? Your decision. Oh, my decision. Oh, Oh, a period piece. Oh, jeez. I, I, I'm trying to think. That's, oh. What's well, a... Ooh. Well, I'm going to go with Leonardo DiCaprio because his name is bigger than mine. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I guess him, Your decision. Uh-huh. My decision. Oh, jeez. Well, you I mean, say, I want that guy. Okay, no problem. We'll get that person. That guy. I think it would be... Him, gosh, I'm trying to think because I, I, I there's so many actors that I see and I love, mm-hmm. but um, I would, I would just say Leonardo DiCaprio still. Mhm. You that Leonardo? She's coming for you, man. Yeah. You I ready? Know. I'm gonna. You ready for that? I'm gonna find him at a party message. one day. <laughs> yeah. You know, they always say when you speak it, it's going to happen. They say when you speak it. I know that. You know happen. what? That is so yes. true. The uh-huh. secret um, to anyone out there, um, mm-hmm. I am a firm, firm believer in the secret and mm-hmm. power of attraction, mm-hmm. the law of attraction and the idea that if you see it and you dream it and you say it and you put it out there in the universe, mm-hmm. it happens. Whether you believe in God or not or Jesus Christ or not, I believe that there are there's an energy out there that when you say something, it 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 comes back and it happens. Hmm. And you know, with you, Severia, we're gonna have to bring you back for part two because we didn't touch the surface of how you get down. <laughs> and I'm gonna make sure I have plants on me so you know you can't rub it in my face. <laughs> so listen, we are wrapping yeah. it up. I want to say, you know, uh, first of all, I want to say, uh, you know, I really appreciate you taking the time to spend with us because. You're all over the place doing, just building the empire, and it's really amazing. Thank and I'm you. always, they always say, uh, you know, I'm very proud of your achievements. I'm hoping to get you on the set one day. I, I guess I'll get a trailer and plant in to make that happen, have Leonardo standing there. But are there any <laughs> last words you'd like to share with the people out there? You want, you know, whatever you want to say on the, you know, um, rocket. I guess I, I would want to tell everyone, um, if you want to be an actress or an actor, do not. Do not listen to anyone that tells you don't do it. Don't follow your dreams. I was born in another country. I came to this country, and then I lived in New York for a while, moved to Los Angeles, and I moved to Los Angeles with two suitcases. I moved out here, yes, I moved out here with my two suitcases, and I met my roommate on Craigslist, and I had never... I had never left New York. I had gone to, like, Massachusetts and New Jersey, but I had never really left home. And I had clearly, I, I was never left um, and had a roommate and le- lived outside of my, my parents' house. But anywho, so don't listen to other people because a lot of people have their best intentions, but a lot of people don't want what you want as much as you want it. Mm-hmm. If you really want to be an actor or be in this profession, just go with your guts, you know. 
don't don't be afraid because I think regret regret later on is 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 the is the worst thing in life to have regrets. You know, I should have tried, I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So I think that that would that's my advice. Follow your dream. Follow your dreams, people. Follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. It's, it's the your best dreams. thing when you achieve when you achieve something. Achieve it, and, you know. And, yep, and speak it into existence, as you said so eloquently. Yes. Say it, and it will happen. Ms. Mota, thanks for joining us crazy people here in the hut. Thank you. Everyone should follow me on Twitter or Facebook. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I never tweet that much. Mm -hmm. Hey, put it out there. Where you want them to find you, go ahead. This is your group. Say where you want them to find you. Well, they can find me on on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. I'm there. I, I try to... You see, I don't know if people want to see what I'm eating or where I'm going or all that, but I try to up, uh, upload or say things once in a while. Mm. So, you know, I'm I'm out there. <laughs> and I do respond to people. On Instagram, people leave me messages, and I do respond to the messages. There you have it, people. Don't, so so mm-hmm. don't, say, you, don't say you didn't have a way to find her. Ms. Yeah, yeah, I'm on Instagram, and I do respond. Thanks for hanging out with us. You be safe. Enjoy your fried bananas. I can't forget. I can't believe you mentioned it on there. I'm so hungry now. I have to go get some to eat. My platano no mango. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you for having me. You are more than welcome. We got to do a part two soon. Yes, yes. Thank All you. All right, folks. Let's do your thing. Let's do a little closeout music, folks. So on that note, we will talk to you later, Miss Mota. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. All right, people. There you go. Let me tell you, she's one of the, Suveria is one of the, you know, we've met, and she's just, her personality is as as she sounds with her voice. And go online, check out her work, you know, reach out to her, you know, hopefully she shares some advice with you guys out there, you ladies out there, even for folks out there that aren't thinking about getting into the industry, what she's, you know, what she said in terms of not giving up, speaking into existence, you know, your persevering, things like that. It, it, it transcends everything. It, it crosses all all lines. If you want to do writing, you want to do directing, you want to, you know, open a business. As she says, persevere. Don't give up. Speak into existence, you know, and just believe it's going to happen. And you have to stay with that and just don't give up. You know, I think a lot of people, and she's seen this, obviously. She's come out here and people she's met went back to wherever the hometown was. And when she wants to leave, you know, people were too afraid to come out and they had you know, they don't want to leave what's comfortable and things like that. So, you know, it reminds you of Harrison Ford. And she reminds you a lot of Harrison Ford in this, that. I remember when Harrison Ford was, you know, he was a carpenter and he didn't want to do acting or anything like that. And he was like, that's what's going to be his career. And George Lucas wanted to read for this part, you know, read with actors and things like that. And Harrison didn't want to, you know, I'm not, I don't want to come in. I have no interest, whatever, whatever. So George made sure he did the readings where Harrison was working and, things like that, and Harrison eventually, you know, stopped, became a part of George Lucas' crew and got into the field, but that leads to something that he said some time ago where he said, they asked him the question, why you know, why do you want to do acting? He said, I didn't want to be in a cubicle for 20 years knowing my co-worker's grandchildren, and I think that's what a lot of people do. They want to live the life of Mr. Anderson in The Matrix, not realizing they're Neo. So again, she came out here with two suitcases. Now, a woman coming out here with two suitcases two suitcases or traveling anywhere, she really wants to go somewhere. Because I know my sisters, two suitcases, that's just the shoes. But anyway, so folks, tune in, you know. Let's have some fun. And again, it's really about you guys out there. And then I really wanted to get it on air because, you know, when we first met, 
You know, I actually interviewed her when we first met over at ArcLight in Hollywood, and I have the whole interview still. One my five, actually, it's right next to me. It was about five pages, and I said to myself, oh, I have to get her on air one day. Somehow I'm going to make it happen, and I'm really happy that she came on. I want to thank her again for taking the time to speak with us. And, you know, her publicist, she was giving you a lot of love down there, a lot of love. It was genuine. So let's do a little music here. We have some time here. Um, I like to take the music off air, but, you know, I definitely wanted to make sure we got all the questions in for our guest and make sure she you know, had enough time to articulate what she wants to share with people out there because she really wants to see people be successful. Unlike a lot of folks that get jaded after a year, she's been out here about a little over three years now, and she really wants to see people be successful. And people like that usually end up being a bigger success than even they realize. So let's get one of her grooves here that she likes. And also, also folks, uh, I'm going to post it on Facebook, so I'm going to put her top ten there. Maybe I'll read it off here. But, you know, she's coming from back east, you know, my Dominicanos, my Latinos back there, my Latinas and... You know, my Puerto Ricans and all my people back there, you know, I miss the flavor. It's like, we're like, hey, what's up, what's up? You know, all us immigrants, we have that shared experience. So I'm always happy to talk to someone from the East Coast. I'm always happy to talk to someone from the West Coast, South Coast, North Coast, Southwest. But you know what? Enough of me. Let's get a little music in here. Mark.
ladies and gentlemen of the world, what it is, Sidecast, it is bringing live and direct, coming from you from Los Angeles, California. Word on the street was Suberia Mota. I was blessed to have her on air. We could probably go on for like another two or three hours. And then we get that groove, we get to talking, we just get down, and she's eating some pantanos. Oh, oh, I haven't had some in so long. It's been, oh, my, my, my chest is hurting, my chest is hurting. Listen, Jennifer, why you take us out of here? Say goodnight to the people. Ladies and gentlemen, talk to you later. Tune in a couple of days to the next week, and I'll, I am gone. Be safe. Jennifer, you and Wayne, take us home.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.